the first saptaswara shlokam is veena kwana shravana jata kutuhalena devena kama ripuna parirabhyamana pasham gusham ditadharam arunava pasham sajjim samastha jananim anisham namami means this is the shlokam for sajjam and the first word is veena these swaras have colors sajja is white each swaram has one color like each ragadevata now these swaras are portrayed as having uh, astra shastra color uh, bhava guna sa and pa have no variables riga madani have variables they are vikruti and all of that so a particular music note in perfect pitch and sung properly directly pierces your heart and does some chemical changes so getting these frequencies right is like a sadhana getting these frequency perfect with the right oscillation with the right frequency is the greatest nada upasana that we can do Namaste and welcome to Indian Artpreneur. I am your host Sushma Udupa. On today's episode, we have a special guest who is India's torchbearer worldwide for Saraswati Veena, the national instrument of India. She is an artist, collaborator, composer, researcher, creator, pioneer and educator. and one of the legendary veena masters that india has ever produced guru shrimati jayanti kumaresh she has received many awards such as sangeeta choodamani veena nadamani kala ratna satyashri ganavaridhi to name a few and she is the founder of the indian national orchestra featuring 21 star musicians from all over india the first of its kind orchestra for indian classical music let us talk to guru jayanti kumaresh namaste jayanti ji welcome to indian entrepreneur namaste sushma ji it's an absolute pleasure to be a part of this lovely program thank you thank you so as i was researching about you i came across an interesting fact that if not for music you would have been a writer so can you tell us about this passion of yours i've been writing poems from a very very young age and uh, also short stories i used to read a lot as a kid and then i did my uh, bachelor's and masters in english literature in chennai so um writing is a passion for me and uh, um, sometimes uh, even normal things in life um i like to express it as poetry which i had lost over so many years uh, maybe last 20 years now uh, after the lockdown and the pandemic came it gave me the space and time to revisit that hobby of mine and i've been writing a lot of poems in this last one year i've written uh, quite a lot of short stories articles and uh, um, essays so many things so i have this great uh, uh, what do you call passion to write mm-hmm. and it's mostly in english or do you also write something in tamil no the thing is since i uh, did my second language uh, was hindi 
third was sanskrit reading and li- writing in tamil is a bit difficult i can do a music notation and everything but i'm not able to read uh, books in tamil so um since you grow up in a cosmopolitan town somehow unconsciously we all start thinking in english which may not be a great thing and that helps you to express yourself better in english okay growing up in a family of violinists you pursued veena uh, so growing up were there any moments you doubted your choice or thought taking violin would have been easier well several people who met me in chennai when i went to live with my guru said you are the niece of the violin legend lalguri jayaraman ji how come you're not learning violin from him people would give their left arm well to play violin you need the arm so people would give their left leg to uh, learn from him you have such a close access to him how come you are not learning violin why are you doing veena but um, somehow from childhood my mother started me on veena from when i was 3 years old and then i went to learn from my guru padmavati ananta gopalan madam uh, i have never doubted my choice or i wouldn't say that i made a choice i would rather say the veena chose what can you make a choice when you are 3 years old and uh, i feel uh, i made the right choice the only time when i would think i wish i was playing a smaller instrument was when i travel with it and i really feel like this air balloon if we could just wrap it up put it in your bag and once you go there and then it becomes the huge uh, instrument that would be nice except that i am always very happy to be playing the saraswati veena okay Uh, at around the age of 13 you move into your maternal aunt also your guru padmavati anantagopalan's house and spend over 22 years there learning veena from her and in one of your interviews you mention if discipline took a human form that would be my auntie so can you share some of your memories as a student under her tutelage i have spoken to several um, uh, disciples of uh, great gurus and uh, at the end of the conversation they would wrap up saying yeah yeah we had a very strict guru but nothing can match your guru so somehow it was confirmed that i ended up with one of the most strictest and uh, most disciplined gurus ever that they i don't think they make that model anymore so she would wake <laughs> me up at 4 uh, in the morning and she would make me practice till about 7 and then i have to uh, get ready quickly and go to school her allowing me to go to school was like she's doing a big favor like she's sending me on a vacation so she, uh, for her any time other than playing the veena or doing music was a big indulgence and a waste of time so uh, she would be waiting for me to come back immediately i had to wash up and start practicing then i had to listen to one concert every day i have to do my new lesson every day i have to write notation i have to listen to taniyavartanam and put thalam then i have to sing i used to sing a lot at that time sing so um, and also plan for the concerts and at night i should uh, sit and um, um, kind of whatever i didn't do properly during the day sit and redo that so there would hardly be any time to um, do your studies do your homework so i would go and just before the teacher came in class i would quickly sit and do my homework so she had a pan 360 degrees um, plan for me she made me study sanskrit to understand she had a telugu teacher come home to explain the krithis to me 
she made me learn bharatnatyam from alarmel valliyakka so that if i have to compose for dance that would be useful she sent me to um, several uh, great um, musicians like brindama for uh, learning padams uh, tanjavur shankarayar tr subramaniam mama for pallavi dkj mama for uh, special krithis Uh, so many like that and of course my own uncle lal gudi mama and uh, the great guru dr s palachandar sir who taught me so much about uh, uh, looking at veena and playing it in a complete different way so um, she had she made me learn french uh, so that if i come to europe i could do lecture demonstrations in french so her perception uh, of getting a artist ready so she always said there is a difference between a musician and an artist a musician is a person who learns what the guru teaches and replicates just that an artist is a person who puts it into them churns it and brings out a content which is completely new from what you have learned it comes from that but it is not that it it is your own story to tell so uh, when do you become an artist when you have your own story to tell and that is what she wanted me to do she would make me read the newspapers every day write handwriting from the newspaper every day because she said to be a consummate artist you have to be an all-round person everything you do from how you remove your slippers how you keep flowers for the god how you write your notation there should be an artist in everything that you do so i don't think that kind of training is available to anybody and i was one of the very 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 blessed person of course being there at that time with that huge timetable where every hour was filled with something in bold she would even say afternoon 3 to 4 is thinking time when i have to sit and think of what is my aim how close i got to that aim today so have i she would say a uh, 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 life is like a 100 page book if one is turned one piece is already done so you finish 40 pages you have finished 50 pages only so much is remaining and when you turn back and read these pages what have you written you should write something that you are very proud that you wrote these pages you don't want to find empty pages where you have scribbled and done some random diagrams so she would make you feel that every day you should go at least one inch closer to your goal so i'm very blessed to have got a guru like that so much of uh, nurturing and i can only imagine how committed she would have been to her dharma of uh, a guru at what age did you begin performing and uh, do you have any memories of your first concert um i started performing um when i was around 14 or 15 um very first concerts were concerts i played with her uh but the first real big concert i played was for uh, an organization called mailapur fine arts uh, as a part of the december margari festival in chennai so she made me play that set list so many times uh, it was a 2 hour concert and every day morning afternoon and evening she would make me play that again and again i got so used to playing that set list that uh, that entire concert of 2 hours I, i almost could close my eyes and play i finished in one and a half hours i was very young and then the organizer came and told her this is a concert from 3 pm to 5 pm it's 4:30 and she's already finished she has to play for half an hour more and then perima um, i perima is like uh, you know what it is like my mother's uh-huh. elder sister so she said like uh-huh. this you know play more 
I thought she's asking me to play from the beginning and I started from the varnam again. And she got tense because she would make me do it again and again, right? So I finished in one and a half hours and when she said like that, she said, oh, probably I didn't play well. She wants me to start all over again. So I started from the first song. And then she said, no, 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 not that. Play something else. So everybody had a very hearty laugh and uh, you don't know anything at that age, right? So that was a memory that they, everyone still laughs at. Uh, your PhD thesis was on styles and techniques of the Saraswati Veena. And as a part of the studies, you've done some significant research on the various Bani's of Veena. We understand the significance of Bani and Parampara, but uh, would the system in any way limit further explorations and experimentations in the classical art field? Um, do you mean that if you stick to one Bani, will it limit you? Yes, because every Bani comes with a set of defined rules and uh, the playing methodology, etc. Uh, so if an artist wants to explore or try some experimentation, uh, will the system of Bani being very strict, will it limit that uh, exploring? So to understand that, we have to understand what a Bani is first. Bani is something that is formed um, by from where a person learns something, what is the environment ecosystem in which he or she grows up, what is the kind of music he or she listens to, what are their favorites, what is their lifestyle, what are they exposed to in their life, what are their experiences in life and what are their aims and ambitions. All this go into this dish and this person um, learns uh, and then forms his own story is conditioned by the experiences he or she has and forms a style of let us say um, a family let the, a beautiful way to explain this will be a family take three families one that moved to Norway one that moved to America and one that lived in Chennai so they are from the same uh, let us say they are three brothers so the the barney of the brother in norway would be would depend on what are the flowers available there for that puja what uh, food you can make there what is the convenience you have what is the ecosystem there what is the office timings there how much time you have to do all these things similarly in us similarly in uh, uh, india so they would probably the core would be the same but the uh, habits the way you do it will change according to the circumstances in which you are you will express it right so similarly an artist is conditioned by the life he goes through and he forms a bani when he gives that to his student the student absorbs that but the student has his or her own lifestyle her own ecosystem her parents her experiences her journey is different so if you try to cut off all those and say i want to belong to the same thing that my guru did don't you think we are limiting ourselves so i am yes. still telling my guru's story not my story so sure. um, tradition is always addition and when you learn from your guru you take it you can't be a carbon copy because you see all carbon copies we throw in the dustbin only originals we keep so uh, you can take from it assimilate from it 
be inspired by it you have to form your own thing to say so my eyes opened a great deal when i researched about the andhra bani about the uh, mysore bani about the sweetness of the meat in uh, andhra bani the split fingering techniques in mysore bani i found out how kerala bani was very similar to tanjavur bani so there was so much i heard and it helped me a great deal to assimilate whatever i liked in different uh, in these different banis also the days when these banis were separate communication was not so much as we have now now of youtube um, you know telephone and we have so many things where we have access to listening to other musicians so much so that youngsters today uh, are an amalgamation of different banis you get to hear everything so those differences between garanas or banis i wouldn't say exists as very strong walls anymore you have done a lot of beautiful jugal bandis and collaborations with other genres of music and your cup of carnatic series be it the kids series or the fun series showed us how a different approach to classical music can not only take it to a wider audience but also make it fun and entertaining so my question is how can an artist ensure that the composition still adheres to the rules aesthetics and values of classical music during such experimentations so i would not um after an artist has completed about 40 years of performance what he or she does will not be termed as experimentation they will be termed as expressions so experiment is what you do when you are trying out things when um after a certain age in a uh, uh artist's career the rule book you don't need it in your hand it becomes a part of you you don't need to check everyone hey uh, am i following the rules here so it becomes a part of you and then the borders of genres blend and the borders become invisible then there is only expression you are not conscious of oh i'm doing this is this still begada is this still karahar priya no if you are still thinking about it then you are in your very initial stages of um, expressing so it's like a mother bringing her child initially the mother will call the pediatrician and say am i doing the right thing but after bringing up the child for 20 or 30 years she doesn't need to call the pediatrician and check the rules she knows she will tell when she has had the third or fourth you're teaching me i've had all these i know this experience um, if someone comes and asks her are you following the rules when you bring up your kids she would laugh right similarly the art becomes the child of the um, artist so the artist uh, it becomes second nature to them classicism tradition grammar ragabhava the boundaries of a raga become second nature to them they do not have to be conscious of am i sticking to the rules because they will and if they don't and they do something that is an innovation for the art form that cannot be uh, am i treading on the border of doing something so you won't be like that because these borders just blend and only when people have thought path breaking things like that borders have blended music has expanded mm-hmm. so carnatic music may be 2000 years old but it is still as new as tomorrow because that is the scope that we have well said uh, i learned an interesting fact from you 
that the ancient masterpiece venas were handmade from the wood of jackfruit trees grown in the temple premises and the rope from huge bells were tied to the tree and the resonance of the bell was absorbed into the wood for over 10 to 15 years and when a veena was made out of this beautiful wood it brought with it the resonance it had absorbed over the years i couldn't help drawing an analogy out of this fact to how the journey of a student should be just like the wood absorbs the resonance of the bell it shows that the learning phase of a student should be about being with the guru patiently learning internalizing the teachings which will then naturally prepare the student to the to present the art form before an audience however today we see a sense of urgency to the in the students or the parents of the students to get into performances so what is your advice on this uh sushma ji you have first of all done a beautiful research on the whole subject i haven't seen anyone so prepared uh before an interview that is the first thing that itself shows that you have absorbed a lot of the bell noise into the wood and uh, uh secondly very very pertinent uh point you have said that when we pluck the uh, fruits before they are ripe they are kacha fruits so uh patience is the most important thing the journey is beautiful not the destination once you reach the destination it's not fun anymore it's oh that's all the journey of learning of absorbing of uh, being with the guru and that is the most beautiful thing so uh, to do i always say this in my interviews to become a doctor you do 12 years of school 5 years of mbbs 2 years of md and then specialization to do an engineer you do that to become a musician you have to do all of this if you ask a first year mbbs uh, student to do a surgery what will happen the same thing will happen if you do a half baked knowledge uh, student to give a concert the the uh, casualty is the music there so um, if people understand that the complete training complete um, kind of fermentation into the system absorbing and maturity is the most important thing for you to before you go up there and your urgency to perform is there parents have to understand and children have to understand yes we often hear gurus asking students to do sadhana what is sadhana is it uh, the same as practicing the techniques of the art form or is it something more so techniques is the tools so to present something you need tools let us say um, i need the tools uh, i want a brush i want the color palette i want the um, board to paint that is the technique and then painting is the art so the techniques that we learn to play or sing it's the tool so you practice the techniques means uh, i'm i have the tools and then you create the art that is where the sadhana comes so um kalai kalai and uh, in tamil means kadavulla laikardu means being one in communion with the supreme so to find that connection with the supreme you need to be connected to yourself if you see everything in our music is about communion one shruti sing with shruti you are already listening am i am i in pitch am i in pitch 
and then you are going to upper sa lower sa is it amai in shruti amai in shruti so your thalam and melody has to be in sync the violinist mridangist and vocalist has to be in sync that communion everything is about communion and that is our philosophy of atma and paramatma which you can call it as radha and krishna atma and paramatma jeevatma and paramatma anything you can call it but it is about the communion because see music is the sixth natural element uh, which you can neither see neither touch i can't put it in a bag and give you 2 kilos of music you have to feel it so when you do the sadhana it's a soul search so the first few years you equip yourself oh this is the role of the game so this is what it is and then i have the tools and how do i use the tools once i have used the tools how do i tell my story with these tools this itself will take you about 20 years so sadhana is to understand what there is to learn how much is there in this route for me to go how many more kilometers you have to check your google map and say oh no is 2 km so much i have to go wow so that's what sadhana is all about because every time you finish you realize oh my god there is so much more to practice hmm. that is sadhana i finished 2 hours everything i played if you say then it shows <laughs> <laughs> thank you for putting this in such beautiful format jayanti ji yes the music system universally makes use of seven notes but the indian classical music system considers these as not mere notes or frequencies but as the saptaswara devatas who are worshiped with dhyana shlokas bijakshara mantra the shodashopachara puja and so on so how significant is it for a student or a practitioner to understand this philosophy while learning and performing the art form so sushma ji if i ask you um what are the two important elements of music what would you say the shruti and the layam so uh, you are saying melody and rhythm but if you ask me i would say it is sound and silence okay so for music you your your uh, painting board is silence when a sound comes and you make it a nada make it a swara or make it a note it is creating an impact it is piercing that silence changing the uh, elements atoms or everything that the silence did and it is creating an impact now sometimes if people talk to you in a language that you don't understand by the raga of what they are speaking you will know whether they are yelling at you or they are being very nice or they are just being matter of fact you don't understand the language but the tune like that or oh you know the raga so human mind reacts to sound irrespective of it not recognizing the language so in a beautiful art and science like sangeetam a swara is um, that itself comes as a, a permeation into the silence swara so when you say it's, it's a permeation into the silence and uh, 
the first saptaswara shlokam is veena kvana shravana jata kutuhalena devena kama ripuna parirabhyamanam pasham gusham ditadharam arunava pasham sajjim samastha jananim anisham namami means this is the shlokam for sajjam and the first word is veena in that so uh, these swaras have colors sajja is white each swaram has one color like each ragadevata now these swaras are portrayed as having uh, astra shastra color uh, bhava guna sa and pa have no variables riga madani have variables they are vikruti and all of that so a particular music note in perfect pitch and sung properly directly pierces your heart and does some chemical changes within your psychological when they sing that ragam and they go and stand in that upper sa tears flow in your eyes why they didn't shout at you they didn't hit you they didn't say anything but it did something within you it created a psychological change within you right so that is the impact of the swara devatas similarly a wrong note you feel you you uh, apaswara it is very jerky so these swaras we in our music tradition treat it as deities treat it with uh, gods so that we venerate them so that we have more respect towards handling of that particular frequency of sound so if you leave that frequency and then focus on what color what astra what shastra that is not our main thing what is that shajjam so um, i remember this incident um two friends of mine one went to learn from kishori amunkarji in hindustan and one girl she went to chennai and she learned from somebody carnatic so this carnatic uh, uh, girl she learned varnam she learned krutis that other girl who went uh, to kishori ji for 6 months she was made to sing only sa so every day she would go tambura and kishori ji would be doing all her she said sa gao so just sa and then initially we were, she was wondering what am i doing and then after 6 months she said hey you know what now i have gone to re so your inter- her sa is fixed we need to fix our sa means we use that term as musicians to fix our life get your sa right that's what we would say so unless your sa is right everything else will be dangling your riga mari one ri to ga one ga to everything is up there right so you have to get your sa right so getting these frequencies right is like a sadhana getting this frequency perfect with the right oscillation with the right frequency is the greatest nada upasana that we can do which is why we treat swaras like devata and the ragas that come from these swaras are even more bigger devatas thank you for such a beautiful insight ajayanti ji to be a good performer it's not sufficient to just learn the technical aspects of the art form especially in the case of instrumental music where there is no sahitya and only melody the presentation becomes more challenging so what kind of training and exposure must a student aspiring to be a performer undergo 
there are different um, i would uh, rather here tell about practice which is important so i read somewhere that around 10000 hours of practice in the initial stage is a must a minimum to become a professional so if you clock in 10000 uh, hours of quality practice not just looking at the clock and playing mindful practice so when you say um, students who have learned about 10 varnas and 20 krutis you tell them practice they'll say quickly five varnas over and five krutis my practice is done no mindful practice am i giving this gamakams right so let us split practice into different parts so morning you wake up you do uh, the exercises or more technique reza garima gapa madapani tasa nireza nireza ani badamaba and then three octave practice uh, speed practice jumping with sapa magas adapa masani daba sasani da all those you can do in the morning you sit and do and then midday when you get a slot to practice do repertoire compositions which uh, you know focus on them focus on the sangatis each composition do it over and over and over again so if it's your voice it figures out the best way to sing it if it's an instrument figures out the best technique to play it and then evening focus on the manodharma so let me take one ragam and uh, elaborate on that ragam let me sing swaram for different places from samam from half edam from let me try for the same song from pallavi from charanam from a different line try naraval uh, so you evening is a good time to do improvisation and then you finished all your work you're going to go to bed at that time try something adventurous try i heard a tune in the radio today let's see how it is uh, to play it on the veena let us see how it is so that is a time for innovation for uh, experimenting or trying different things so in a whole day you have done your technique you have done your repertoire you have done your manodharma you have also tried something new so this kind of practice um, should be coupled with also listening a lot to different kinds of music without prejudice but initial stages guided listening is very important when there is someone to tell look for this see how he is shaking the ga see how many types of ma is possible in shankara bharanam see how this ni see where from where this raga alapana starts so that type of guided listening will also help a lot in today's world where art and technology go hand in hand how important is it for artists to also learn technology it has become very important uh, in today's world one um, if you go to a concert how to use the mic uh, being aware of how to give your the best sound um, whether you want to carry your own mic you want to carry your own um, mic system um, how do you balance the violin and mridangam everything is technology from your ai tanpura to everything has become technology these days practicing with metronome practicing with ai tabla pro and when you go to a studio how to modulate your voice how to uh, modulate your playing techniques to suit that particular uh, mic what is the best kind of amplification if you are playing an instrument what is the best mic available for you and then uh, if you are going to um, you know like uh, how to use zoom how to use skype how to use facetime uh, um, everything you have to know and now social media has become a very important thing to be relevant uh, today so 
you 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 have seen the great gurus of the past but the more you are with younger children it's very important to be a student and learn because the young ones are the ones who are up to date with technology and they shouldn't think that you are a piece from the museum so to be relevant in today's world you have to be up to date in technology so that you go into their world they'll come and check out and see what you have to offer so what you have to offer you have to put it in the container that they are used to so they will think that it is relevant in today's world so you being up to date in technology has become imperative in today's world how have your gurus inspired and influenced your journey as a teacher i don't think i could ever be even half as good as my gurus um there is one thing that um i am exactly the opposite of how my guru was my my guru was the most strict teacher i am the most lenient so i believe in being friends with my student so because um apart from me all the other students who learned from my guru for them fear was a very great thing so they never played so well in class because they were afraid of her so i don't want my students to be afraid of me so um that worked in um that generation where we could not record anything we were not allowed to notate in front of them uh, just once they would sing or play we had to write it down from that uh today like a press conference the student comes with a complete voice recorder uh, ipad i everything all the eyes and one video camera everything is there whether they register it in the head or not everything is recorded so the machines have learnt it then the students will learn it also they used to be a lot of scolding and uh, uh, you didn't do that well kind of a thing uh today's parents uh, come and tell us you know my child is very sensitive so please you have to be very so every small thing even first saliva say if they do rightly you have to say good job oh you're awesome you got you really done this so beautifully well let us go to the second saliva say at that time even if you did a ragam tanam pallavi just like that uh, you have to just bend your head and keep quiet and the guru would say mm that's the maximum they would say so it has changed completely and i often sit and laugh and think that if these kids went to my gurus what would happen uh, right from the way uh, my guru was very particular about the dress that was worn when you come to class so now i am so hesitant to tell my students see you got to wear traditional clothes and come for class you can't come in your shorts to class you have to wear i am so hesitant because i don't know how they will take it but they had that inner strength those gurus they didn't care they just said if otherwise don't enter here so i still remember one student who came to play and you know that uh, pai we say that uh, mat that is put uh, to keep the veena she pulled it with her leg and then my perima said you don't have any shraddha just leave it go home she didn't understand then she said you have to bend you are going to keep your instrument you are in your guru's house bend down pull it with your hand you can't do it with your leg like that 
i can't even imagine a situation because today's world you have to put the mat you have to keep everything ready the student will come with all the gadgets and say i went to swimming from 3 to 4 tennis from 7 to 8 so this 5 to 6 i'm doing a favor and i'm learning music so that kind of um, too much is there even before they ask the parents give them everything we uh, had to work for everything so parents would um, think several times before getting anything for you uh, you didn't take anything for granted today kids have probably uh, parents want to substitute the time they spend with their children with the things they get them so everything is provided for poor kids don't know and we didn't have so many distractions we didn't have social media whatsapp facebook now poor thing kids have to cope up with so many things and they find it very difficult to concentrate in spite of that having said that the talent of the children of today is so much more so much more they are so talented and what used to take us 3 hours to assimilate in about 5 minutes they get it but the difference is we had retention power we could retain it because the ram space was empty only this was coming now children absorb very fast but are not able to retain for a long time because ram is full of lot of information the information comes in they understand it bounces off so when they learn they repeat immediately and you say very good you are a good student but immediately they forget it so uh, i find all these interesting combinations happening through the cup of karnatak series you've successfully reinvented teaching methods why did you see the need for such an initiative and what was the thought behind it the next generation of performers are all ready there is such a beautiful crop of new performers so talented so energetic and ready so it's the duty of musicians to fill up the hall with the next generation of audience so how do you create the next generation of audience is you have to speak their language you have to demystify uh, people say oh carnatic music i'd like to appreciate but it is so technical i don't understand anything so um we did a thing called season of carnatic uh once uh, i think a couple of years before the margari festival december music festival we did 30 day 30 episodes about how to go and listen to a concert what to appreciate in a concert so um i think that kind of uh, established the communication our aim was to uh, make carnatic music in general and saraswati veena in particular very accessible very easy to appreciate for anybody who was interested in music so people asked us several questions over email so we thought a series like this would um, kind of make it very in in very small um, portions um digestible portions not long one hour things but 5 5 minute 3 3 minute capsules but we called it cup of carnatic because by the time they finished a cup of coffee they should have learned something today so tomorrow they pick up okay i learned that yesterday what am i going to learn today so you don't make it overbearing for them but you say oh is that all well i can appreciate that so that is what we were trying to do uh, make it um, very friendly and approachable so that more people can come and enjoy carnatic music are the practical challenges like 
the size of the veena, uh, difficulties of carrying it in long distance journeys or its availability in foreign countries, etc., restricting students from learning the instrument. As far as veena is concerned, the size of the instrument is definitely uh, an issue. But that has not prevented people from learning the instrument at all. Um, we have this um, uh, Jainthi Kumaresh Academy of Veena, which has been running uh, very successfully with my Guru's blessings. And um, people from Zambia, people from every part of the world register and come for the master classes. So we didn't even know so many Veenas were there. So. Um, in some press interview, somebody asked me, is Veena a dying instrument? I said, seriously, go ask the Veena maker. Because he says, I have 300 orders. I have only 30 Veenas. I don't have enough jackfruit trees to cut and make. So now I'm making in drumstick wood. I'm making in red cedar wood. So the demand for Veena is definitely there. Uh, Veena is an instrument which is divine, but you have to practice like a Rakshasa. My guru would say, divine instrument to be played like a demon because the frets are there up to a certain level without apaswara you can decently play but after that level to attain a level higher level the jump from level four to level five is big when you go to the gamakams and do not play based on frets and you have to start pulling the strings and play in between the frets across that is when the real journey starts so that is why you find a veena in everybody's house because people usually in an indian south indian house it's a part of growing up everybody has a veena grandmother has played our mother has played sister has played brother has played there is a veena which is beautifully kept but they did not pursue it because after a certain level you really have to practice very hard and that is why you don't find many people in an excellent level but you find a lot of people who play in a decent level. But um, as a performer, carrying this instrument, traveling is an issue, definitely. But that, that has not prevented uh, people from learning the Veena. You believe that fine arts can change the world. So does an artist, be it a performer or a teacher, have social responsibilities beyond performing and teaching the student base? Definitely. Um, we are the ambassadors of the country. Now, when you take, when you want, let us say, years and years pass, if you take a piece of art from 200 years ago, and let us say it's a painting, and you are studying it, it gives you a picture of how art was in that time, uh, how, what colors were available, what type of painting was done at that time. What I'm trying to say is a piece of art tells you the history of that entire era or of the socio-economic time. So uh, when we present something, we play and go, but it is recorded. 200 years from now, when people listen to our piece of art, they will judge it and say, Oh, so she is using an Aita Tanpura, which means at that time iPhone was already there. So she is using amplification, which means they use this kind of pickup. She is using this kind of Veena. So that piece of art tells a story about the complete era in which we live. 
so you you are in a great storyteller you are a historian basically you tell uh, the world of what is happening you sing songs about uh, if it um, it's a sad time it's a pandemic time you sit and play shubhapanthurali uh, you try to cheer people um, you bring smiles to people through your art if they are very depressed you play music so that they uh, they feel peaceful it's so many things now music is used for therapy to uh, heal blood pressure arthritis um, so many special children are being treated with uh, music so it is a great thing that music does um not just music i think fine arts you know playing a music instrument is like a psychosomatic motor activity because you are doing at least seven things at the same time left hand is doing the melody right hand is doing the motor activity you are sitting with your spine straight you are doing padmasana your mind is thinking of the swaram it's thinking of the sahityam it is thinking of the talam it is thinking of what is the arohanam avrohanam i shouldn't play a wrong note it is thinking of improvisation it is doing seven to eight things at the same time wherein the bandwidth of the student increases so they do better in their academics if a student can play a, a music instrument your left brain right brain both are activated they do better in school or college this has been proved and it has also been proved uh, two plants were grown one normal the other one ustad ji played a lot of music to it it bloomed faster so the the ecosystem reacts to music so we should be very careful about what we present because we have a great responsibility because we are playing a beautiful tradition that has come from the samaveda time when we pass it on we should take the baton maybe enhance it pass it on to the next one in your journey of propagating indian classical music you have undertaken several initiatives could you tell us something about them um the indian national orchestra um was a beautiful idea that i really wanted to continue for a long time so uh, i spoke to several top musicians in india and said we should have a national classical music or- uh, orchestra so several people were a part of it and we had 21 musicians from all over india we did so many performances but managing the 21 people uh, needed a corporate as an individual i could not do it so for now we have put it on hold but apart from that uh, i have traveled even to norway uh, to through rick's concert team in um, uh, norway I performed in about um, i mean so many schools so many schools and uh, reached out to little children told them what uh, uh, indian classical music what saraswati veena national instrument of india is and spikmake reaching out to schools and then tech talks and then um, several lecture demonstration performing in iits iims and going to um, uh, p- different parts going to kashmir um, playing in places where they have not even seen the saraswati veena and uh, talking to them about our music this has been um, the aim to propagate saraswati veena in particular and propagate indian music in general i've done a, a several university tours in the us 
to uh, several uh, students to talk to them about Indian culture, Indian music, and Saraswati Vina. Mm. So uh, these are the the small now latest is the academy where we are trying to reach out to people all over the world to uh, talk to them about our uh, not just talk but also teach them to play the veena my final question jayanti ji what message would you like to give to the artists who have chosen to take up teaching classical art forms i think that is the best thing you can actually do because um what you learned and each composition you learned you have so many memories of how you learned it what your teacher told you when you learned it what are the places you made a mistake when you learned it so when you pass it on you are passing down culture so the best thing best gift you can give anybody is to teach them a song anything that you give them will break it has a start date and end date if you teach them a song they can sing it all their life they can pass it to their daughter and to the grandchild and for generations to come it's a gift that you give the entire family and while they are singing it and practicing it in their home the entire family hears it and there is a culture a thing happening have you heard when people say oh this song my mother used to sing while i was studying so you are passing a culture you are passing a system you are passing to them an ecosystem that they uh, should nurture i think uh, teachers are the greatest thing that you can do but how to equip themselves is that they should constantly reinvent themselves and not be stuck with one teaching pattern they have to keep evolving and do need based uh, you can't do a select all apply for all students they have to tailor their methods student specific because each person uh, has a different capability some may be very good in liam some may be very good in improvisation some may want to learn but not have a good voice so we shouldn't thrust something they cannot sing on them and make them run away so um it is very important for the teacher it's a big responsibility uh, for them to become a guru so when does a teacher become a guru a teacher is a person who teaches one subject and say oh four to five class come let's start mohana varnam and finish and go a guru is someone who teaches the guna and rupa of the whole thing and adopts the student and says makes a difference in their life gives them a way of life adopts them and passes on the light so it's very important to transcend to that level where you inspire the student to live a better life to pass on this tradition further and to adapt a great amount of culture what because culture is what this music is giving so it's very important to pass that on thank you thank you jayanti ji thank you for this lovely conversation <laughs> it was beautiful talking to you and your questions were very unique um especially during this pandemic times every other day there's an interview but you have researched so much and these were very question uh, very thought provoking questions and very well thought of thank you thank you so much anti ji i wish your academy i wish your uh, students and you a very very musical 
and a very fruitful peaceful healthy and happy time ahead thank you thank you so much that concludes our eighth episode of season 3 vistara i hope you found this conversation with guru shrimati jayanti kumaresh insightful and inspiring catch you all soon with our next episode on indian entrepreneur podcast to know more about our work log on to our website kalatapasya.com or follow us on facebook and instagram for quick updates have a good day kala <laughs>